This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. This is your Monday morning best bets episode. We'll give you best bets for the plays in the NBA playoffs on Monday night. To do that, I'm joined by Joe Delara from the Action Network, as well as Jim Turvey from the Action Network. You can find him on Twitter at Joe Delara, because Joe's boring, and at Turvey Bets, because Jim is not. So I got the Joes and the Jims, and we're hanging out here today glad to have you guys with us want to remind you that everything you find in today's show can be found in the award-winning action network app best place for you to track your picks up to the second information where the bets and money are coming in on you'll get great information like this stat that i'm going to say at the top of the show and then periodically throughout the show in order to appease our producer matt mitchell uh as a heads up in the last three seasons before this was i think as a friday uh, the winner straight up in playoff games was 171 and 13 against the spread. So obviously if you were a dog and you went outright, you covered, if you were a favorite and you won, you covered. So there you go. And also if you were a dog and you didn't win, you also didn't cover. That's probably the more interesting note there. Uh, as of the season, that number is now, uh, 32 and one it's lost twice since, we kind of put the stat out there the other night and since uh, Matt made a, a, a note of it. So it's an interesting trend to kind of look at as far as like, look, if, if you win, you're going to cover, right? Like if you win, you're going to cover. And so you should probably be playing who you think is going to have the outcome of these games. And if you're a dog, you should probably be on the money line. We'll see how that holds up as the series goes on. Um, since 2019-20, we're looking at 268, 27, and 5 in the playoffs for 91% against the spread if you won the game outright. So, a little bit note there. You're going to want to keep track of that as we go along here. Um, we will go around the table, do our best bets for Monday slate, and then we'll get into the picks. Joe, let's start with you. What are your best bets for the Monday slate? I'm looking at the Bucks to win the series and Desmond Bain over three and a half assists. Okay. Jim Turvey, what do you like for the Monday slate? Yeah, I got Brooke Lopez under points and rebounds. That's no questions asked. And then I got a couple of Jimmy Butler contingent plays um, on him not playing. And if so, that's Bucks minus five and a half and uh, Kyle Lowry over points, rebounds, and assists. Okay. Uh, I will take the over in Bucks Heat, 217 and a half. Uh, and that's going to be it for me as, um, how can I put this? I'm in hell. I'm in hell. <laughs> I can't hit anything. As a good example of where things are at for me right now, I have I had King's money line on Sunday, and I'm not oh. doing about the whole bad beat theater here, but just as an illustration, had King's money line 
And then live bet it late when the when the uh, Warriors were up by uh, five late. I bet the minus three and a half got a juicy number on a, on a little bit of an adjustment of the book. Yeah, yeah, I somehow lost both. I lost I lost both. I middled myself. So yeah. it's a good time for me right now in the NBA playoffs. I would like the first round to end now. I'd be good with that. Is what I would like. Joe, let's go to you though. Let's start with here. Um, so you like the the your plays on the the Bucks to win the series. Giannis yeah. Antetokounmpo participated. Now here's the funny thing. Stucky, who who does awesome work for us on NFL, college football, and college basketball, texted me. He DM'd me the other day, uh, I think on Saturday morning, and was like, "What are your estimations on on Giannis and Ja?" And I said, 40 percent that Ja plays, sixty percent that Giannis plays." Giannis yeah. did not play. Ja did play, and Ja looked Jaw awesome. Um, <laughs> yep. Um, and but anyway, it just kind of show you like the Bucks have been like, "Yeah, no, he's progressing," and like there was optimism and blah 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 blah. Yeah, no, he doesn't play. Just does does not play. So. He he participated at, sh- at practice on Sunday, did some work, did individual work is what Mike Budenholzer said, but declined to give an update. I will talk more about the Giannis thing here in a minute. Give me your cap on why you like the Buck series spread. Look, I, I think that on the season as overall, I think Milwaukee is just much better. Additionally, like when we're looking at this game, you have to assume at some point that Giannis is going to play. Like, I, I think that there was optimism, like you had said, that he would play in game uh, in game three. Obviously, they didn't, but this is, in my opinion, this game is a must win game for Milwaukee. Mil- Miami should probably want to win this game. Like, they should probably try to win as many games as they can, but it does seem like they may be in a position where they're going to say, like, well, maybe we need to rest Jimmy Butler. I think in getting this, I, like, I think that at minus 200, basically, Milwaukee wins this series enough percentage of the time that you're clearing this, uh, even though they're down a game right now, especially with the fact that. You know, you're going to play uh, game four is obviously on the road, but you have two more games at home, including a game seven. So I think that worst case scenario, this series goes seven and I'll always take Milwaukee in this spot. Um, it's basically it's a little bit of a money line look, but I'd rather play that than try to guess. Are they going to cover? I understand what the trends say. I understand what the numbers say. But I also think that a lot of times like we just saw it on Sunday where the Warriors were laying eight and a half points down two to one at home and are down two to one in the series at home and they didn't cover they won but they didn't cover so i think that it's a spot where you know this line could potentially balloon and i don't want to be worried about you know milwaukee covering like a minus eight and a half number potentially if jimmy's out when they really just need to win and maybe they manage Giannis's minutes or like a little bit in this series but i like them to still come out of the series i think they're the better team how much of this is a cap on jimmy butler's availability uh, it's, it's a little bit of that, I think with, right. But I think the other thing is with Miami losing Tyler hero, in my opinion, is very significant, right? Because now they're looking for shooting. They're looking for scoring. They started Kevin love that like, you can't do that. If Giannis is playing, you just, you cannot. you could, you could, I guess let's not assume the rational coaching thing, but you just, you can't do that. Like you're going to get murdered on the glass. So I think that, Miami's done a lot and like I think they should be applauded for what they've managed to do despite you know not having to contend against Giannis but Milwaukee's just flat out better and I like this price like you're getting a way adjusted spot at this point you know down two to one but Giannis hasn't played so I think that you know I'll take I would absolutely take uh Milwaukee to win what do we need three out of the next four games uh at you know minus 200 basically Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about Giannis. Um, Jimmy, I don't really have any update on. I don't think we're going to get yeah. one. The Heat are pretty uh, obtuse when it comes to that's injury not, reports. 
So Giannis, I will say this, the commentary from Budenholzer on Sunday, and this is like, how can I put this? There is a feeling amongst people I've talked to that like, if the Bucks had lost game two, Giannis plays in game three. And that if Giannis, and that because they're now down 2-1, that Giannis probably returns to this game. But my problem with that is it still feels like there's like a, a, a trend here of just like, yeah, no, he's going to play. Mm, no. And that's happened some of the season. Like he's just had times when it's like, oh yeah, Giannis is going to play. And then suddenly like, mm, nope. And I don't know if the, the medical staff is just being really, 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 really cautious. I'm kind of like, what are you guys doing here? You, you don't have that big of a chance. Like you, you, you should not go at like, this is a great chance for you to win a second title. You should really not waste it with the situation that you have with contracts yeah. and age. Um, but they seem to be dancing with the devil here. We'll see how it shapes out. Jim, you like the the Bucks on the spread here. Uh, I want to remind everyone that the winner of this of the game in the playoffs this season, uh, going back to 2019-20, uh, it has been absolutely insane. So make sure that you, you check out those trends that if you win the game, you cover. So you like the Bucks minus five and a half here, Jim. Uh, why do you want the Bucks here? Yeah, my cap is tied more to this this uh looking at this line and seeing what it's telling me. So the last game, uh game three, Bucks were favored by two before the game. Um, and now we have them favored by five and a half. So to me, this tells me either the books think Giannis is playing or they think Jimmy is not playing, or some some mixture of those two, but it is a bigger, much bigger number. I don't think the books usually bake in three and a half points for, you know, kind of desperation mode, right? I think that's something that you kind of like a casual better would would kind of overrate, if anything. Usually that's maybe a point, a point and a half. It's not three and a half points. So if we get no Jimmy, which I, I think is probably the more likely of the two, because I do, I know that, you, that we've, been, we've been getting zigzags from, from the bucks, but with them down 2-1, I think it's far more likely that Giannis is going to play whereas the Heat are going to look at it and be, you know, we we stole our we stole our game on the road. We we held when we came back home. If it goes 2-2, we'll try and win this best out of three. So the number there tells me that the books think maybe that Giannis is, is more likely than Jimmy of the two to play. And if Jimmy's out, I actually like this number regardless of whether Giannis plays. And I even like it if Ooh. the number moves a little bit. Ooh. Yeah, because... Jimmy, without Jimmy, there's it hasn't happened often, but without Jimmy and Tyler this season, there's been about four games, and their offense is just putrid. It and it, it makes sense. There's there's not really any engines to that offense when when those two guys are out. Um, it kind of ties to my my other play that Kyle Lowry. I'm going to be looking at him in points, rebounds, assists over if Jimmy is out because he he is the guy that has stepped up in, the, in those few occasions. But in those four games, they didn't clear. Um, 100 offensive rating in any of the four until a garbage game 81 in which they had 37 points in the fourth quarter and stuck over. But this offense without Jimmy and Tyler is really, really bad. So if Jimmy's out, even if Giannis is out, this is I'm going to be looking at the Bucks for sure. Uh, Miami's offense just really can't get stuff done without those two guys. They don't have a line out for his numbers right now. It makes sense because I think, you know, Jimmy is no, no info there. So the, it was 14 and a half last game. I'd imagine if Jimmy's out, that number is, is much bigger. So definitely keep track in the app. They could sniff it out entirely, but Lowry's numbers without those two guys in the two games he's played have been pretty good. Um, I'll, I'll definitely give it a pretty good look. I think it would be hard to set a number 
um, like kind of a reasonable number that that I wouldn't be looking at regardless. So um, that's kind of my cap on on those two sides of it. No, Victor Oladipo as well. Torn patellar tendon yeah. for Vic. Um, that sucks. Yeah. Just want to <laughs> say the injuries suck. We've now lost uh, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Joel Embiid, Victor Oladipo, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Who else? What else am I missing? Jaw for a bit. Jaw yeah. for a bit. Just it's uh it's rough out there on the injury streets right now. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I lean towards this because I think part of this is also, can you imagine the Bucks really going down 3-1 to this Heat team? Like, is that something that you can really, like, get your head around? Um, I'm actually pretty mad about these injuries because I picked, we didn't get a chance to do series previews, but I bet the the Heat plus two and a half, and I picked the Heat to go uh, for the Bucks to win in seven in the series. Like, that very, was my official pick. Very live. Very live. And I don't get any credit for it because of the injuries. <laughs> like, oh yeah, because Giannis got hurt. I'm like, but I knew that the people. Uh, we'll see it. what happens with Jimmy's injury. Well, obviously, Jimmy is questionable for tomorrow. Bam Adebayo is probable. Uh, Victor Oladipo obviously out with the tailor tendon. Tyler Hero is out with the right hand fracture. Um, so a pretty messy injury report. Giannis is still listed as questionable for this game with a lower back contusion. So we'll see how this one shakes out. I do agree with you on the line, Jim. This is like. I'm trying to figure out what the mental math is to get to this line where it was two at close without Bam or without Giannis with Jimmy. And now we're at five and a half where Jimmy might play. He might not. And Giannis might play and he might not. And there's no Victor and there's no hero. And I'm like trying to do all of the math on like the adjustments to the halfway mm-hmm. mark on the spread. And it just, it just comes down to like, again, it, instead of playing the spread, just play who you think is going to win the game. Because again, those are 91% of the last three seasons. Yeah. Well, let's Matt, go. Your, your point <laughs> on that, on that, on that, I mean, the, the two wins that the heat have had, they've, they've been lights out from three and mm-hmm. the bucks tend to, you know, they can give up threes at, at times. They haven't done that as much this season, but they're not a bad three point defense and the heat are not a good three point shooting defense. So you really have to believe that something has changed within this series, which it's a three it's three games i would tend to to favor the regular season numbers at this point unless you're seeing some reason to swap it and i i you know i haven't really i mean duncan's been dusted off and looking good but yeah uh, I, I don't that's know if that'll sustain i will say i like the over here because i think Giannis comes back and he boosts their transition attack um i think also if jimmy doesn't play that probably means the heat play a little bit faster because they have to like they're going to have to get up and down here a little bit in order yeah. to keep pace they can't just grind out possessions because they don't have that ability they're going to want to dictate the pace a little bit faster so um i'll go the over 217 and a half here i have this on you know regular season projections at 223 <laughs> uh, i think there's a pretty good chance that one of these te- like i don't need both of them i need one of these teams to stabilize in terms of the three-point shooting and it's been kind of wonky all over the place. I may get hit with the Bucks can't hit anything and the Heat don't have anyone who could score. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Uh, Jim, give me the cap on Desmond Bain and his assist prop on this on this series. So uh, that's me. But we, I, the oh. thing with Des, the thing with no, you're good. The thing with Bain um, is over his last, you know, twenty games with John Moran, he's been successful on this number. He's hitting this in sixty five percent of games. Obviously, the last game 
he kind of he the last two games really he's struggled a bit with the assist numbers but the potentials are still there he's still getting about like eight potential assists per game uh and i know that you you generally kind of convert about half of those i mean a big part of this though has been that the grizzlies offense has just looked like like wonky like they haven't looked great right but in the first game of the series against the lakers he had six assists so I think it is a little bit of a buy low spot. I was expecting to see like a four and a half line here. There's the three and a half. There's a little bit of juice around like minus 130 right now. But I think this is a number that he goes over. Prior to these two games, he'd gone over the three and a half mark in eight in a row. So I think that this is a spot where they need him to be that secondary facilitator. We're not like John Morant obviously went kind of crazy uh, last game. But I think a lot of that too is when Ja has the ball, like, nobody's really passing him the ball. He's the guy that kind of brings the ball up the court, does his own thing. And then, you know, they lose by 10. So I think that maybe if they get a little bit more offensive flow, a little bit more offensive rhythm, which is something that they probably need to do, then that means that Desmond Bain's passing the ball and being a secondary facilitator. So I like him to go over the three and a half against the, against the Lakers here. Love that cap. Uh, I lean towards Grizzlies in this game. I'm not going to play it because uh, as our Evan Abrams has pointed out, the Grizzlies are now 0-16 straight up and 2-14 and against the spread as road dogs this season, including 23 straight losses. Their last win was January 21st, 2022. This is like a Max Whale trend, you know, collision here between the winners covering with the Lakers and then the Grizzlies, you know, not covering and also losing. Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> Um, I lean Grizzlies, but I'm not going to go up against those trends. I do not have uh, that firm of a cap on it. I like the Lakers in the series. We're, we're sitting pretty there. I'll, I'll just say, like, I don't know. Um, I think there's a chance that Rui Hachimura turns back into a pumpkin. And it's not a pumpkin. That's not that's not fair to him. Turns back into, like, a normal NBA player at some point in these playoffs. But yeah, it's, you know, it's single-game variants and some things. And strange things happen. RJ Barrett looks like an NBA player. Anything can happen, really, <laughs> when you crazy. get crazy. So I, I lean twi- kind of towards uh, the Grizzlies in the spot, but I'm not going to play it because of those trends. If you want the trends, it's obviously you should definitely bet the Lakers. Jim, do you have thoughts on this game? Yeah, I think to to me it kind of pivots on on the Triple J AD matchup. Um, I think that's kind of swung each game. I think when AD didn't look good, it was Grizz. When Triple J had a had a down game and AD looked like the peak that he can be, um, it was it was kind of like Lakers in a walk. So I think that's if you're going to be like live betting this, I, you never you never wanted to still a game to one matchup. But that's kind of what I would be looking at early is to see if you know, either Triple J gets in foul trouble. That's something we've been talking about, you know, since the beginning of the series. Or if AD just looks like he's on one, um, I, I think it's going to be tough to stop the Lakers. I, I tend to lean um, a little bit on a buy low for the Grizzlies as well. I know that's going against a couple of things here. Um, this series to me kind of had seven written on it from the start. Um <laughs> I don't think the Grizzlies are going to go away here. Um, I think that uh, I'd probably be on the Memphis side of anything. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough because you got like I will say this is I got away from this with my series caps, but a thing that I had success with in regular season was hey, like look at the number, evaluate the number, then look at the trend, look at the spot, and if you've got alignment on things, you should go for it. Again, I've got a, a, I don't think the matchup is so bad that the Grizzlies should go down three one to the Lakers. Yeah. Um, even with Jaw missing a game, don't think that they should go down three one. But at the same time, like the Grizzlies have just been too bad on the road. And we've seen the Warriors win at home yeah. on the road. So we have kind of all these consistent trends. So we'll see kind of how it shakes 
out here. Hey, uh, hey Matt, can yeah. I sneak in one? I when we were doing the first game, I forgot to do one of the one of the little player props. I wanted to do my if I sneak one. Yeah, I was just gonna say I forgot to get to your Kyle Lowry. So you got Kyle Lowry points, rebounds, assists here. Yeah, I got Kyle Lowry over if Jimmy plays, and that's one where he's gonna be the the driver of the offense, and that so that's a Jimmy Butler dependent one. But then I have one that I also like that's not Jimmy dependent, and this one's yeah. it's our, the line's already up, and I I already fired in the app, so hopefully you followed there, but. Uh, Brooke Lopez under points and rebounds. Yeah. Uh, he's average. His his numbers are really down for this series. And I don't think it's I don't think it's coincidence. His minutes have dropped in each of the three games. It's not a great matchup for him. Um, he's only averaging thirteen point seven three point seven rebounds per game this series. It's just not a great ma- matchup fit. Um, he's only gotten off five threes all series. He hasn't made a single one. I mean, Bam Bam's a great defender. He's and he's mobile. He's he's. Brooke isn't getting some of the some of the action that he he has gotten before. I think you can, and this kind of cuts either way. If Giannis is back, you know he's he's going to see less of the ball. He might even see his minutes drop a little bit. Or if Giannis isn't back, it means that Bam's going to be tied right to him, and he's not going to be getting open looks. So I, I just don't like this spot for Brooke either way. Um, that number is at twenty and a half. So the books did they're noticing that he's playing worse too. So I think this number might even keep going down a little bit. So um, I would try and jump on that, that Lopez under 20 and a half points plus rebounds. Nice stuff. Joe, you agree with that one? Yeah. I love that. Love that. Okay. That's going to wrap it up for buckets for a Monday. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to follow Joe in the app and on Twitter at Joe Delera. You can follow Jim on Twitter and in the app at Turdy bets. We'll be back with you tomorrow with the best bets episode. We'll also do a weekend recap. Check that out in your feed. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to download the action network app. We'll see you guys again next time. Until then, let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.